0: Good day there, and welcome to the rewrap for Tuesday. All the best bits from the Mike Hosking breakfast on News Talk ZB in a sillier package. I'm Glenn ZB. Uh, this morning, uh, the EU election has caused some chaos in Europe. We'll uh, wrap that up for you shortly. Uh, more Kiwi Bill concerns, conflicting comments on that uh, pizza AI. We'll delve into that shortly, and how great is global warming? But before any of that, mallards mouth has got him into some
1: serious trouble. Let me just pricey this for you. So this bloke who's been stood down, here's what Mallard said. We are talking about serious sexual assault. Well, that for me, that's rape. That's what Trevor Mallard said. He also said this. I'm satisfied that the Parliamentary Service has removed the threat to the safety of women working in the Parliamentary Complex. One of the key dangers is no longer in the building. So what happened was this was a complaint that happened uh, one year ago after an event that happened three years ago, and it was unsubstantiated. And that's the important point to remember here. These things were investigated. They were unsubstantiated. No time was I spoken to by the review's head, Debbie Francis? So this recent mail inquiry, the person concerned was not spoken to at all. The complaint was ruled to be unsubstantiated last year, laid two years after the incident happened. It's a weird story. Clipboard's missing. They're all looking for it. With great relief, they find it. She gives him a high five. He goes and hugs her. That's it. Two years later, she laid a complaint. Both of them were interviewed. Her claim was he hugged her from behind, that was found to be unsubstantiated. No further action was warranted. After Mallard's call for the review, she comes forward again and says, can you have a look at the complaint? And that's where this whole thing starts to fall apart. Another incident in which the same woman was involved in another one of the complaints. He passed a comment about another woman's hair looking nice. The original complainant, clipboard woman, telling Hirsch he was looking at her breasts. Third complaint... Followed a platonic friendship, woman turns up to his house with her son for a cup of tea with his wife. He says he kissed her on the cheek when she was leaving. And he suspects she was put up to the complaint by somebody else. That's what you're dealing with, all unsubstantiated. Where's the rape? Where's the danger? And that's why Mallard is in a world of trouble, because he's defamed, there's no question he's defamed this
0: person. So yes, um, and if Mallard's in trouble, it's probably not even quite as much trouble as a lot of the European governments find themselves in uh, a bit of a hangover after their EU election. Chaos everywhere
1: you look. Well, the good news in Europe was the polls were pretty much right, which will come as a relief, and as such, Nigel Farage and his freshly minted party delivered what it was set up to deliver, a hammer blow to the major parties of Britain. He is in part lucky, of course, that the EU vote operates on a proportional basis, and because of that, his threat, that unless Britain gets out of Europe forthwith, he's going to unleash the same trouble on home soil come the next general election. The truth is, of course, he isn't, given he never has before. I mean, even in its heyday... Under the previous moniker of UKIP, first past the post is a dog of a system if you're a minor player looking to make a big splash. And as triumphant as 32% is... In Europe, it will never come close to translating the same way in Great Britain. Which means the power and the leverage he holds is right here, right now. And Boris, who is no fool and has the potential to be the new head of the Conservatives and the government, was lightning quick, quick out of the blocks to say as loudly as he could that we should listen to tonight's result and act before it's too late, which serves his agenda, of course, very well. But the good news is... It's the right agenda, and the sooner they get on with it, the better, given they've wasted the last three years. The Tories, by the way, who should elect Johnson, run the very real risk of not selecting the person best suited for the cause, the same way the Nats here. They picked Bridges because they like him. The Tories might not pick Boris because they don't like him. What they need to do is be able to see beyond themselves and work out what's best for their party and their country, which, of course is the ultimate irony if you think about it. It's that very self-absorbed approach that's seen them butcher Brexit and ignore the will of the people. There's a very real lesson in listening to the people. Macron is finding that out in France as well, beaten by Marie Le Pen. Uh, The Greek government has called a snap poll, such as the devastation of the result for them. But back to Britain, what Farage has shown the elites is that people still take democracy seriously and they expect a quid pro quo relationship in return for support. You ignore it at your peril. It seems remarkable that this isn't in fact the first time we've had been or we've been through this And still they fail to learn And in further good news, the turnout across Europe was up And into record territory, proving as well that democracy is still the people's greatest tool And when it's necessary, they're more than happy to exercise hmm.
0: I think I might go Southeast Asia for my holidays And save that Europe uh, adventure for, for another time at this point
1: um, can we build? are they ever going to get this right? Ever, ever, ever? So was the Prime Minister making something up yesterday at a post-cabinet conference? So the Kiwi Build target, you'll be aware, 100,000 houses over 10 years, in the first year there was to be 1,000 houses. By December of last year, they knew that was never going to come close. By January, they may have culprit and they said it might be 300. 300 is our target. Here is Phil Twyford in January, confirming that 300 is their target by the end of June. We've got about 300 uh, homes that are either completed or contracted, to be completed. Uh, the end of June reference, by the way, is KiwiBuild's first year anniversary. Now then, once again, Twyford last month, reaffirming the 300 target. Oh, my
0: advice is that we're well on track to, to uh, meet the 300 year.
1: And yet yesterday, when asked about the target, here's what Jacinda Redurn said. We never had targets for those dates. Yeah, there, was,
0: there was a target for those dates, that's the end of year one. People asked about expectations of completion, um, but we hadn't set incremental targets in that way.
1: Is she dancing on the head of a pin here, do you think? It's a
0: good question and weirdly it's a question I've heard him use that phrase a million times lately well I'm exaggerating slightly I've also heard other hosts I've heard Heather DeBlessie Allen um, using that dancing on the head of a pin I haven't heard it for years and years and suddenly I keep hearing it and now I've forgotten what the issue is so let's move on to the real issue of the day Uh, intelligent pizza
1: All the ins
0: and the outs, it's the biz. On the Mike Hosking Breakfast on News Talk ZB.
1: Uh, pizza News, uh, so what happens when you order a pizza and it arrives at the door? You're disappointed, right? So it doesn't look anything like you thought it was going to look like. Well, Domino's, they're trying to fix that with what they're uh, calling their, well, it's their number one complaint. They're introducing a Dom pizza checker, uses AI. AI analyzes and grades the pizza based on the size, how much topping is on, even distribution of the toppings, and if it doesn't meet the standards, it's rejected and a new pizza must be made. Now here's the problem, because Domino's reckons that this will tackle the age-old complaint that the food ads always look better than the actual meal, uh, but the problem is what it doesn't deal with as far as I can work out, it's all very well to make a fabulous looking pizza in the shop, but by the time you give it to Brian, and Brian sticks it in his backpack and hops onto his scooter and travels 7Ks through 18 red lights with four other pizzas he delivers before yours. I can guarantee you anything you like, AI or not, your pizza's not looking like it did when it left the shop. My question is, uh, what will happen to the
0: rejected pizzas, and can I have them, please? Good question,
1: can you have them, there? no, very good question.
0: Um, Because I'm not proud. I am happy to eat rejected pizza. Um, I don't really care what it looks like. Um, It's a bit like, you know, the ugly produce that you can buy on the cheap. So if your $5 pizza isn't looking right and it gets rejected, can I then buy it for $2.50? What a great world that would be to live in, don't you reckon? Yes, don't you reckon? Uh, what a great world it is to live in where the autumns just keep getting warmer and warmer. I can't possibly see any problem with that.
1: Can you? I'm watching the news last night and they're telling us yet again global warming. It's going to be one of the warmest autumns ever. And I'm thinking, fantastic. What a fantastic autumn it's been. I'm sitting outside Saturday night in the country. The fire's burning. It's a beautiful, calm evening. I'm thinking, what a glorious day it's been. If this hang on, cal- hang on, hang on. The fire's burning, did fire. you say? Oh, fire was uh, burning. You're going to have a fire no. A cre- Oh, no, no, no. Outdoor fire. Uh. Smoke going up the chimney. Oh, the carbon footprint was amazing. So you're literally making yep. the autumn even warmer yes, for I everyone. Am. And I'm watching a market gardener. He's got a field full of crops. He goes, "It's going to be fantastic supply. The prices are going to be good." Many parts of the country have a record or near record season. It's been lovely and warm. What's to complain about?
0: Um, admittedly, if you uh, if you have a coastal property rather than a a sort of an inland farming property like he's talking about there. Um. Could there be an issue with that whole sea level scenario? Or we're not worrying too much about that? I am Glenn ZB. Let's not worry about things too much. That was the re-wrap for Tuesday. Uh, We'll see you back here again uh, tomorrow for more. Don't worry. Don't worry. It's fine. It'll all be fine.